welcome to The Selling Point, the College of Science and Mathematics Advising Podcast. This podcast is tailored just for you, our CSM students. The Selling Point will provide advising tips, interviews with health professional programs and potential employers, as well as other JSU campus resources. We hope you truly enjoy. Go Gamecocks! Welcome to this episode of The Selling Point. We are so excited to be here. Today, we have a very special guest, Miss Molly Timothy from Sanford University. Welcome, Miss Timothy. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for the kind welcome. I work with Sanford in the School of Health Professions as the Graduate Recruitment Coordinator, so I am really excited to talk with you about the Doctor of Physical Therapy program today. Well, let's just jump right into it. Kind of tell us what you would like for our students to know about the Doctor of Physical Therapy program at Sanford University. So Sanford's Doctor of Physical Therapy program is a pretty rigorous program. And we have it set up that way because we are so excited to see more PTs go out into the workforce that are well-educated and have a lot of experience with different types of clients and are excited to treat more people and help them get back to where they were before physically and reach goals that they have. Our program is very service-oriented. So Sanford University is a Christian university. You do not have to be a Christian to come here, but the basis of our program has been um, set on the foundation of biblical principles. And the biggest one within the program is that we are all about service and service to our community in lots of different ways. We have several different volunteer opportunities for our students around Birmingham. We also do international service trips and we have different clinics that happen on our campus throughout the year just so that there's a lot of different opportunities for our students to be working with real clients throughout their schooling and before they go into their internship at the end. We have a physical therapy lab, physical therapy classroom, and then we also have a simulation lab that we share with all of the College of Health Sciences. So our students are able to do different labs in there. Uh, we have simulations where we have people come in acting hurt, or we also have actual people that do need physical therapy. And it just gives our students a chance to work in a more controlled environment before going out and treating patients in a clinical setting. And that is something we are so grateful that we have, and we try to utilize it often for our students so that they can work with patients, but also work with other students in different programs within our school and our college. So they work with our physician assistant students, they get to work with our speech pathology students, and we even do some simulations where they get to work with social work students and with pharmacy students. I mean, all throughout the health sciences, we like to have our students working with students in other fields just so that they've got that interprofessional collaboration before they leave school. Like a real world opportunity 
there on campus for students to work together and and the cross campus collaboration is very um very unique and um you know i think in any opportunity where you can blend programs across campus like that to learn from each other is is will do nothing but strengthen the program yeah, yeah. we're very thankful good job that's fantastic um okay so our students always like to know about the grade point average um and since this is such a rigorous program tell me a little bit about uh the overall GPA, GPA does Samford um, doctor of physical therapy look at that and uh, or are we focusing only on certain areas um, within the course, the course uh, transcript that you would be reviewing? Yeah, so we do recommend that applicants have at least a cumulative grade point average of 3.0. We have had students that have applied with lower than that we just recommend at least a 3-0 and we do have averages of our students that come into the cohorts and this year we start in the summer semester so this mm -hmm. year the cohort that started their averages um, their cumulative average was a 3.7 and we also look at math and science their average in those courses was a 3.53 their last 60 hours of coursework average was a 3.81. And then we do also require the GRE. And we recommend a 297 or above on that, but that's not a hard cutoff. Mm -hmm. And our average there was a 303. Okay. So, of course, there are students that are higher than that, lower than that. Those are just the averages from this past year. Okay, so so the cohorts start in the cohorts start in the summer. What is the average size, or what is the size of each cohort each year? We have thirty eight students in each PT cohort. Stanford sounds a lot like GPA. One of our highlights also is the small class size. And so our students are used to that. And I think a lot of times they choose our school. That is one of the reasons why they choose to come to JSU. So this this small cohort sounds like home to us. Yes. 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 And there's something so special about being able to go in class and your professor knows your name. And they also know some things about you <laughs> and you're not just a number to them. You're a person that they have a relationship with. And that's something, too, that we have. It's really unique about the smaller cohort sizes are faculty mentors where each student has a faculty mentor when they start the program. And it's someone that you meet with once a semester just as a check in. They want to know how you're doing with school and also how things outside of school are going in your life. And it's someone that's there for you to talk to about anything and they're rooting for you. They are open to praying with students if that's something the student is looking for. I'm just encouraging them because PT school is hard. You know, it is not <laughs> for the weary. It is 
something that you've really got to work hard at and it will pay off and be rewarding, but it's really beneficial to have people cheering for you along the way, especially people that have gone through it and are there while you're going through it as well. And so that's something we've been really blessed to see the benefit of in our students' lives. Is it typically a two-year program or is it three years? Help me wrap my brain around the length of time. It is a three-year program. Okay. So it starts at the end of May each year, and then you graduate the end of that spring semester three years later. Um, let's see. The, okay, so let's talk about some observation hours and job shadowing hours. Um, this may or may not be the case for this field of study, but is there a specific form that is required that our students need to fill out or have completed if they are recording observation hours for a competitive application? So what they do is we have our applications open through PTCAS and on PTCAS they just document where they went and how long they spent at each place. There's not an actual form that's signed by anyone. Right. Um, and we we recommend that students have 30 hours at least and we really prefer that that's been in three different settings. So we just typically encourage applicants to try out three different PT settings and get 10 hours in each one. Okay. We recommend that so that they've had exposure to different types of physical therapy and they know that this is something they want to do because we don't want you to come into the program and work so hard and then realize, I don't like this. <laughs> we right. want it to be something that you know you're going to enjoy and that, so that it is worth it to you to put all of that into school. For our listeners, will you tell us where we can find PTCAS and what is that? Yeah, so CAS is a system that has applications for grad programs. Most schools that I'm aware of use the CAS system. Okay. And so for physical therapy, it's called PTCAS, PTCAS. So we call it, and you can go online and just search PTCAS and it will come up. And that is where students, they create an account. And then any school that uses PTCAS, you can use the same information and send it to all the schools you're interested in. Perfect. There are, of course, going to be a few things that you need to change for each school, but the system is really helpful and you don't have to go in and input all of your prerequisite courses multiple times. You can do that once and send it to all schools. Um, just a lot of logistical information that it asks for that can be sent to five schools and you've only had to enter at one time. So it's a really helpful website to use. Yes, sounds like it. That that is fantastic. Um, so one of the things and when we start looking at the prerequisites for the course, and we'll put the link um, in the description of the podcast for the prerequisites, are there classes that students need to take that are not required or that are not listed as prerequisites um, for a physical therapy school? that will help them do better or may even give them a competitive advantage um, application process? Yeah, so we have listed out as the prereqs all the courses that we do recommend. Um, there's not anything else that I would say, oh, if you take this class, you're going to be more prepared. We try to have those prereqs 
to be classes that if you've taken those, it's more of we can see how you did in those classes and determine, okay, is it going to be something that you can do well when you come to physical therapy school, just because they're basically building off of those classes and going more in depth on those subjects. So your biologies, your chemistries, physics, human anatomy and physiology, all of those things are prereqs. And we just build and build and build on those things. So those are really the ones that we recommend students take and we do require for admission into the program. And students must have must have a B in their prerequisites, correct? Yes. Have we had students that have had a C in some of them and still gotten in? Yes. We just recommend having a B. If you have a C in every single one, I would probably try to retake them if possible. Um, a B is definitely preferable, but it is not going to disqualify you completely to have a few Cs. Okay, so um, that's very helpful, uh, especially that nugget of information about retaking a class if you have a C. So thank you for that. Um, the Doctor of Physical Therapy offers two semesters of internship, while um, other programs may have other terminology that they use for that. Can you help our listeners um, understand what an internship is like? Geographically, where are those done? And um, how many hours a day are we talking about? Just kind of a day in the life of an intern. Um, of a physical therapy student at Sanford. Yeah, absolutely. So I will give you my perspective on it, but the best person that you can learn from on this is someone that is a current student or someone that has gone through it because right. <laughs> okay. I have not been in PT school before. So okay. I will share my perspective and things I have heard. Okay. But do have events on campus where we have current students and any questions about what a day in the life is like, I like to recommend that prospective students talk to current students because they are the best resource. But I'm still happy to tell you okay. what I do know about it. So in the last two semesters of our DPT program, so the fall and the spring, that's when we do our internships. So in the fall, students typically have two different internships. One is six credit hours and one is eight. So you'll be spending that many hours each week in your internship. And in the spring, you do one 10 credit hour one. And so the way that those work is we have a clinical director who is in contact with different hospitals and clinics around Birmingham that are willing to be clinical partners with us, with our students. And so students get to work with the faculty members to determine where they're going to go. So if you have an interest in pediatrics, we are going to try to get you into a clinic with young children. So Children's Hospital could be a place that you could go. Um, if you have an interest in orthopedic injuries, we're going to try to send you to a clinic um, with a PT that works with a lot of um, people after orthopedic surgeries. So those are just a couple examples of things, but our students typically have a wide array of interest and we do our best to pair them with clinical partners that are working with that population to help them grow 
and we like to see our students in a few different settings just so they get more exposure and make sure that what they are really wanting to do is what they want to do. And so they only do internship those semesters. We don't have other classes that they're taking, so their main focus is going to be on going to that internship and working with the PT or PTs that they are paired with at that clinical site. Wonderful. Awesome sauce. What about scholarships? Are there scholarship opportunities available to students and applicants? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Those. So Sanford is a nonprofit university which means we have a lot less funding than public institutions are going to have. So our scholarships are coming from within our school and from donors. Uh, so we are in the School of Health Professions as our doctor of physical therapy program. And so the dean of the school is always as generous as he can be with scholarship money um, for our students. And then we also have some donors that have given specifically to our doctor of physical therapy program, and all of that money goes to scholarships. And so we actually have more scholarship opportunities for physical therapy than our other programs within the school, which is great. Um, so each year, what we do is after you submit your application, you will be sent a supplemental application that you fill out and on there you're asked if you're interested in scholarship opportunities and you get to select yes or no. If you select yes, then you will automatically be in the pool of people that will be considered um, if accepted into the program. So. Once you go through the interview process, when we are determining who we're going to offer a seat to in the program, we also go ahead and determine how much scholarship money we can give. And so when we send you an offer letter to the program, we also will share how much we are able to give you in scholarship money. Awesome sauce. So I think one of the most frequently asked questions I get once students get ready to apply for the physical therapy program is in regards to letter of recommendations. So can you kind of describe what is required for letter of recommendations at Sanford Universities, as well as any tips that you can provide the students when um, submitting their letters of recommendations? We ask that applicants have three letters of recommendation. And we ask for one from a current or previous professor, a work supervisor, and a licensed physical therapist. I also really like to encourage applicants to not submit more than three, because if you do, we will only look at the first three. So for example, if you submitted five and three of them were from physical therapists and they were the first three that we saw, we would notice that you had not followed the instructions and we would have no record of you having one from a current or, or previous professor or from a work supervisor. So I think the final question for today is kind of tell us what the ideal candidate for a doctor of physical therapy would be or what qualities yeah. they would have. Yes, so I do have a hard time with the ideal candidate because I don't think there is one. I think everyone is so uniquely created and everyone has a different skill set, but I will definitely share some qualities that stand out, things that seem to be a good fit for Sanford. 
And the biggest one that I can think of is someone who is passionate about service because that truly is the heartbeat of our program. We really want to raise up physical therapists who are excited to go into our community and lovingly care for their clients and have an understanding of this is not somebody that only has a knee injury. You know, you're not treating the knee injury, you are treating the person as a whole. And some we want to have students that will listen to people, they listen to their problems, they want to help them reach their goals that they have. And they see this as more of a service opportunity to the soul of the person and not just their knee, for example. So someone that's passionate about that and that is empathetic, those are going to be qualities that stick out for the better for our program just because of the biblical principles that we try to keep here in the foundation of the program. So that's a really big thing. Um, And we've found that students who love service opportunities really thrive when they're given the opportunities that we try to provide our students. Our faculty members are constantly looking for new ways that we can serve within the Birmingham area and beyond. And so students that are excited about that typically thrive because they want to be really involved in that. And so those are qualities that are a good fit for a program just by nature. And we also just look for someone who is going to be honest with who they are. I understand the thought of, okay, when I come in for an interview, I'm trying to impress you. I'm trying to prove to you why you should invite me to be in your program. But the way I like to share with prospective students is that if you are in an interview, you have already impressed us. We have seen that you have what it takes to make it into the program from a numbers standpoint, for lack of better words. But you've got a great GPA. You've done well in the GRE. You've taken the prerequisite courses. So those things we've already seen. So at this point, it's not a trying to impress anyone. It's really we want to know who you are. And we want you to be interviewing Sanford just as much as we're interviewing you because you're going to be spending three years out of school in a program and it needs to be somewhere that you want to be just as much as you need to be someone that we think will do well in our program. So I encourage applicants to try to be as comfortable as possible and remember that every other person here is in the exact same shoes as you. And every current Sanford student you talk to on interview days, they have all been there as well. And every faculty member, they have gone through it, not at Sanford, but somewhere else. They've gone through the nerves of interviewing for a program and hoping that you get in. So you're not alone in what you're feeling. And we don't want to make you feel intimidated or nervous. We really just want to get to know who you are. So those are the key things I try to remind students before coming into an interview because we want to just know who you are as a whole and make sure that this is a good fit for you as well. Oh my goodness. I absolutely, once again, I love the the tips on the interview because I think that that is super important and you're absolutely correct. You have already been impressed by 
what you the information they have already provided, their grades, their GRE score, and getting to know them because that's one of the big things about knowing if a university fits for you is they need to know you, you need to know them because you're going to spend a lot of time there and your experience on campus matters a lot. Numbers do not lie, but experiences tell everything. So I am, I'm so glad that you said that. So that was absolutely amazing. Yay. Um, (laughs) Well, we want to thank you so much for taking the time today to talk with us um, about the Dr. Fisco, the DTP program at Sanford. It was insightful, informative, and we appreciate it so very much. Um, And we look forward to seeing you on campus very soon. Um, So, yay. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's so fun to be here with you. It's nice to meet you. Welcome to Career Bites with Becca Williams, Career Development Coordinator for the College of Science and Math. I want to remind you about November 2nd, we have our Pre-Health Professions Fair. So far, here are the list of schools and programs that will be attending that day from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Martin Hall lobby. Samford University School of Health Professions, Alabama College of Osteopathic Medicine, UAB School of Public Health, University of Alabama at Birmingham School of Health Professions, UAB School of Dentistry, our athletic training department from our kinesiology um, department here at JSU and the School of Health Professions and Wellness is coming as well. Harrison College of Pharmacy from Auburn University, and ASU, Alabama State University DPT program, the Doctor of Physical Therapy program will be there as well. So make plans, dress your best, have copies of your resume, and be ready to meet the recruiters from these admissions office of these professional programs. See you there. Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in learning more about the new data science program, please tune in next week when we feature Dr. Case and Dr. Alam. Until next time.